y'all. Welcome to Hashtag Twinning. You can subscribe to the show at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and just about any other podcasting app. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Hashtag Twinning underscore podcast. This is your host, Diana Mena. We have a really special show in store for you. We have on Tara and Tori Stona as we discuss their twin experience from coast to coast. This is Hashtag Twinning. Ladies, welcome, welcome. Appreciate it. We definitely do feel special. Like, Thank you for having us. My fellow twin sister here. Yes, thank you. Thank you for coming on. So we are going to go ahead and get started. Where exactly were you born? In Plainview, New York. I thought it was Oceanside, but you're right. Okay, so Oceanside, is that the city or is that the name of the hospital initially and now it's Plainview or? It is Plainview Hospital, but Oceanside is on our birth certificate. But Tara, let me cut you off. We lived in Uniondale. That's the town of Hempstead. She just wanted to know where we were born, not where we were raised. That's the next question is where were you raised? Long Island, New York, and Uniondale. Are there many twins there? No, but yes, it's a funny story. It's a funny story. Even though we grew up in Long Island, like our first couple of years, our parents lived in Queens with our older siblings and then moved to Long Island when we were born for a house. But all of them worked in Queens. So we went to school in Queens until they didn't have room for us to go because it was so overpopulated. So we went to this private school in Uniondale and it's very small, maybe 10 people in our classes. And it was three sets of twins. And then you want to know what's crazy? We went to public school after, I want to say, when we hit third grade. And probably from about our, like, from about fifth grade to high school, we had about at least seven pairs of twins that had crossed in between our year alone. And then, you know what? There was enough twins in our high school for them to have the cutest twins category. I really didn't like that. Me and Tori did not win, but you know who's really winning on top now. And that's all I really <laughs> have to say. But we had enough twins. I love the other twins. No, 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 no. Tori, that's not what I was saying. But in private school, it was the dictatorship and the twins was winning. Tori, don't talk about that. <laughs> no worries. That's perfect. I love it. We were the only twins growing up in my high school. So me, my sister, and then my brothers. So I guess we had all two sets. So we had enough. Wow. Well, two sets. I think that's so interesting. Yes. I want that for me. <laughs> <laughs> Who is older? And what are your differences in time? I'm older by one minute. <laughs> C-section, baby. She was looking a little light, so they picked her up. You got kicked to the top, so I got pulled out first. So my question then is, do you always use that? Like, do you ever bring it up? Like, oh, I get it because I'm one minute older. Like, does she not let you live it down, Tori? Like, tell me the truth. <laughs> I feel like right now, since we're older, it doesn't matter. But when we were younger... You know, we had older siblings. So between us, it was like, who's the older? It's hard like, respect your elders, respect <laughs> your elders. I'm the oldest. But we had a nephew. He got it worse than us. So literally, he's only a year and five months younger than us. And we'd be like, 
oh, I'm your aunt. You need to respect me. But you know what? For me, I love saying I'm the youngest now. And I don't like that energy. And I'd be like, but I'm the youngest. Come on. My dad loves saying, oh, you know, Tori's the youngest. She's the baby. I'm like, dad, please doing that <laughs> yeah my sister is the same way because she's the last technically of all the four kind of like you guys so are you identical or fraternal identical do you wish you were fraternal no because our parents are actually fraternal with their twins so i don't know what i told you our mom is a twin and our dad is a twin yes talk to me about that so funny because okay we knew also my mom's twins are the boy so clearly you know boy girl I don't really remember if they looked like the boy version or the girl version of each other. Okay. They're the same height. Their nickname is Pauline and Paul. (laughs) And then for my dad with his twin, his twin is literally like here and he's here. (laughs) So they call my dad little youth. I mean, no, they call his twin little youth and my dad is big youth because both of our parents actually too they both decided to move from the U.S. So they're from Jamaica. And so they both, both of their twins in Jamaica, they come from a large family of siblings as well. I think my mom is a family of 11. And I think, Tori, how many siblings does dad have? That's like 17. Dad has 17. So. Wow. Yeah. It is like a 10-year gap between us and our closest siblings. Really? Yeah. Your sister is the nearest one to you? Our brother. He's nine years older than us. Wow. So everybody used to think we were um, only children, but we'd be like, no, we have older siblings. It's just that you don't see them because we're so many years apart. So how did your parents feel like having twins? This is the first set of twins for them or? Yeah. Yeah, their first set of twins. When I asked my mom, I'm like, oh, you know, girl, you was trying to get a fourth baby. You've got a fourth and a fifth. (laughs) I think they enjoyed it they love it and you know like my dad's always like you know you can relate to me you can relate to me you're a twin you know exactly like how I feel when I'm far away and then for my mom I feel like she had to be the big mom to everybody so for her and her twins relationship I never felt like I saw them being close and also too I would have to say that like a big part in my life when I kind of like realized our twin bond and also the twin bond in my mom's life was when my mom's twin, he had ended up passing away. And it was just such a pivotal part. And I mean, both of our lives, because that's her other half, even though she lived her life so much apart from him for so many years after she moved to the U.S., but also to like that broke her heart because that's like your soulmate that you come into this world with and your soul partner. And then all of a sudden it's just gone. You know what I mean? I talk to Tori like every single day. Now I literally can't imagine that extent. So it's just so much strength that's indebted in that and so much maturity that comes with that too, because you see, you know, your mirror self in them too whether you want to or whether you don't want to. Do you enjoy being twins? Yes, but it's almost like hide and seek now (laughs) because I'll bring up that I'm a twin if it's like, say something special about you. And I'm like, oh, I'm a twin and my parents are twins. That's just always the easy thing to say. But if I'm not like confronted with a question like that, I'm really not going to tell people I'm a twin. It's been times where people are like, I didn't know you had a twin. Or I thought you were just talking about like a sister. (laughs) It's funny because some people just like brush it off. Like she had twins, she had twins, but they don't know we're identical. <laughs> Until like I'm next to her and they're like, oh my God, you're a twin. There's another you. So I love like that. 
especially too it was like such a it's such a surprise because growing up it was like well our nicknames were hey twins oh we go to the twins house like that's that's who we were <laughs> you know and then and then we left and then I don't get identified as a twin when people call Tara's name like I turn my head a little bit sometimes but like I, I used to be Tara too. Yeah. I think it's interesting because as a kid, you're always like connected to your twin, like you said. And then when you separate, you create your own identity and it's like a part of you is missing like that. And in my family, we've always been the boys and the girls. Or when my sister moved to New York initially, it was the same thing. It's like, now I'm just Diana, you know? And I was just like, I don't know if I like this. Wait, you guys separated too? We did. We did for about a year um, initially. And then last year she was gone for a year too. She moved to DC. So yeah, we were separated, but that's it. We've only been like two or three years separated. Did your parents push that? bond for you that like stay together go to places together make sure you're together how was that like especially growing up did you have that I feel like it stopped at a certain point because we were reluctant to be different I was like we gotta stop this matching outfit thing like when we decided no more it's up no more matching outfits we were like okay whatever you like to do I don't like to do yeah I think that was that was the end all be all I was like I'm so tired of wearing the same outfit as her so we like options and it's just like I'm gonna go look at her outfit and it's the same outfit yes I think it started pretty early on we'd go to church our mom get us matching dress I'd be like I'm so sick and tired of looking like Tori can I look like myself <laughs> now how are you with dressing alike is that something you like to do or is it kind of like take that off uh, you can't wear that you know pretty early on I think me and Tori we got our fashion sense our fashion drive from our mother she would always buy us new outfits and very rarely does it happen that me and Tori would pick up the same thing growing up but I would say now more so as an adult we'll pick up similar garments and be like, oh, that's kind of cute. I think it's theatrical. I think if we had the same outfit, I would find that so funny. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I want to do like a photo shoot eventually with Tara and have the same outfit and throw cake. Twins, twins. Only for like theatrics, really. But I would say that, so because Tori owns it or I own it, we kind of refuse to buy it. We don't really have the same thing in our closet. That's funny. Yeah. Me and my sister are the same. Like if you have it, I'll borrow it, but I don't want to get the same thing for the same reason. Like you don't want to seem the same, even though we're not identical, we're fraternal. I think with you ladies, it's probably completely different. You're like, this is not happening kind of thing. So that's really, really funny. Did you get mixed up growing up? Yeah, we got mixed up. And then eventually like when you know us and know our mannerism and know our tones, like, I feel like it was easy for people to tell it apart. Like, one time we switched places and everybody knew. Everybody knew. How old are you? How old are you? We, we were like 10. Oh, my God. It was really crazy. Tour, we were not 10. I remember we switched places in fifth grade. And and I was, you was in Mr. Esposito's class and I was laughing. Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. We did it twice in our life. We did it recently. Oh, wait. Oh, I remember this. She didn't want to do a job. So she was like, you want to do it for me? And I was like, 
Okay. I couldn't be there. And I was like, you know what, Tori, you're home. Get the check. I got hired for this job. I was like, why don't you do it instead for me? So I let her do it then. Nobody knew how my voice sounded yet. So she uh, was able to switch spots with me. So we definitely did switch in like fifth grade, Esposito and Mr. Eastbelly in this class. And girl, I, I, I just remember living in so much fear in the moment that I would get caught. And then we did it once in high school and we only did it once and we both had tests that day and we forgot we had tests that day. I didn't forget I had a test. We both failed each other's tests, but Tara failed my tests worse than I did. Tori, you got, what was it? I got a 64 and you got a 35. I studied really hard for that test. Well, first of all, she switched with me. We were both in like biology honors and I wasn't learning the same thing in her biology class as I was. And she switched with me in Spanish and I would have known it. And I studied for that test, but we were like, oh, we're going to do it this period. And everyone was making it so hot. It was like, it spread like wildfire. And then, you know, I think Tori's class nickeled and gargled to their teacher about it later on I never told me if I failed I failed it just she didn't, didn't care about it. me and my sister traded recently too but that's the thing you gotta be in two places at once and you have a twin that can technically do that <laughs> so exhilarating any common misconceptions growing up as twins just that boring twin telepathy thing <laughs> <laughs> that's like not true when she hurts do you hurt not at all or like even a dream i learned to have like a lot of patience through my twin you know what i mean because it's like if you love someone or you love something but you see them like almost hurting in a way or almost holding on to something you're like you know this moment too shall pass you're gonna get there when you need to get there because sometimes they always say like you have your rose-colored blinders on but the people that around you see the situation in a different way you know that was definitely the case for me and some situations that was definitely the case for Tori in some situations so it's always good to have that person have your back and then always have someone accept you with willing arms you know no matter how the situation panned out in the end also I guess and this is what we we learned in our adult life having the same friend for most of our life it's just like oh I like her now we both have to like her now that it's our and you know Tara would be ready to let go of somebody and I would not be ready to let go of them Tori would affiliate with different things I don't affiliate with and that's just it and then also we didn't like the same type oh like um dating wise yeah I don't think so I don't really think I have a type like people like oh you're twins so you guys like have the same type you don't still yeah or never we never had the same type yeah now that you're older is it like an approval thing too like do you if for some reason they don't get along with your twin is that like okay then we're not happening like what is that like Mm, it's we never be serious enough we'll be like she'll talk about him i'll talk about somebody and she'll be like okay like nothing serious but here's the thing when people get serious or really like somebody that's when i stop doing my opinion i'm like it doesn't really matter but when there's a loophole and you know there's wrong here i just keep saying it but nobody's been serious enough where it's like you beefing with my sister and you're not getting checked or 
Of course. And like also too, like on the lens of it, it's like we're not on the same coast, so we can't really see it. So it's like you're only hearing one side of the story. So you're only getting all your information that way versus your your friends that you see in person and stuff like that. But will it be a make it or break it if they, for whatever reason, don't get along with your twin? It's a break it for me. It's the same thing with my friends. I'm like, she's not going nowhere. You're, you're going somewhere. This is my soulmate. Right, exactly. How did you kind of get into falling for your interest? Because you're both into film, correct? Or media and theater, that entertainment industry type of thing. So me and Tori, as we addressed it before, the closest sibling we have to us is nine years older than us. And the one thereafter was 10 years older. It was like they were perceived as twins. So they always had friends over the house. And it was a full house because they had to babysit us. And so most of the time, our older siblings would shut the door on us and we'd be locked up in the room together. And I spent a lot of time in front of the TV. And so I kind of learned a lot of my mannerisms, learned a lot of my interests through it. And I fell in love with movies. I fell in love with Disney. I fell in love with the imagination and the life that you could live. And kind of growing up, we had different opportunities more so than our siblings did, you know, growing up almost being like a generation apart, right? And we were allowed to get into a lot of entertainment things. We did dance. We did music a lot. Tori played the cello. I played the clarinet. And we were just very dramatic kids. One day I was in band. I was so mad because for years I was like, I want to play the flute. I don't get why you guys won't let me play the flute. And I was like, you know what? I'm trying to get out of band practice. And this girl just dropped out of this play. And I went to the audition. I did like a little British accent. I was like in sixth or seventh grade or something like that. After that, I just kind of fell for it. And I just felt like this was the realm of the world that I belonged in. And I did every single play um, the year after. Nice. It, same for you, Tori? Or I was like, I can't be no lawyer. I can't be no teacher. So I was like, oh yeah, entertainment. I couldn't sing. Even though my mom really wanted us to sing so bad. That's when I knew. I said, musical theater is not for me. I can't do this. Then I was like low-key kind of stiff, but I could dance around in the living room. Like, you know, we're like entertainment. Like we want to be entertained, want to be entertainers. And then I was like, oh, I don't want to be an actor. But Tara was like, no, I still want to be an actor. You know what I mean? I was at that point where I was just like, whatever she likes to do, I don't want to do it. So you did have like a streak where you were trying to find your independence in like middle school, I guess. Middle school to high school. Yeah, in middle school. Okay. In high school, you were more so together. No. So that's where we actually ended up separating. So a lot of my interest, and it's so interesting because we ended up on different coasts. I wanted to be on the West Coast and she wanted to be on the East Coast. And I did everything out of my capability to get out of our hometown. I had the opportunity to travel to Europe. So I went to people to people over the summer. And I went to Greece, I went to Italy, I went to Sicily. And I went to school at two different schools by that time when I was in 11th and 12th grade. So I went to school at my regular high school and then I went to performing arts school the other half. So you traveled and Tori, you stayed in Long Island? Yeah. I didn't do the overseas program and I remember being so emotional and dramatic. Like, my sister's leaving me. But I had the choice to go. But by then, we both knew that we wanted to go away to college and go away to different colleges. Like, we were so adamant on being different that I was just like, this is my taste of what it's going to be like without her. And how long was that? What was it, Tara? Three weeks? Yeah, I was away for three weeks about... 
I was away for like 19 days. How was that for you, Tara? It was really cool. It was very worldly. So I got to meet other people outside of our town and it was like 2012. So it's like the world is going to end that summer. I still have a really good dear friend that I've met from there. And I've just always had a palette to like travel the world and engage different cultures, really get involved with that because I'm really formed on that concept of humanity. And I like, I get to explore that every single day with my job profession. And so it was a really, great experience and seeing my textbooks come to life and just how big my world was outside of where I was in my hometown. And I thrive myself on that. I wasn't as liked as Tori, but we were pretty liked. Do you know what I mean? But I probably made myself a bit more scornful compared to people because I thought I was more worldly. I thought I was more whatever, but I was still perceived in a well-mannered way. But Tori, like she had the homies going because she was home base and she really got that. Me and Tori, like I said before, we had a lot of opportunities growing up. So we go to sleepaway camp sometimes too. And me and Tori just were very different. Like it was hard when we were in different troops, we were in different cabins. I was always the aggressor. I was like, you got a problem with my sister. It didn't matter if it was the counselor. I forgot that Tori got into an argument with my counselor. I was pressing everybody. I was like, nobody gonna mess with my sister. And I was soft. I'm so soft. <laughs> That's me. I'm the soft one. You approach me? Yes. But my sister is like you, Tori. And it's like, I never knew. To this day, I still never know how to approach. Like, if I'm not confrontational off the back of it, I'm really kind of flustered about it. And so when Tori got into argument with my counselor, I forgot it was my counselor. I thought it was her counselor. They were like, oh my God, like your sister's going to leave camp. And I was like, I don't really know. I just want her to be okay. Don't let Tara fool you. Like I said, I was very worldly. I was like, I'm so done with this town. I'm so done with whatever. I don't really care. Tori was a bit more rattier than me. She was aggressive and she wanted to engage in certain activities that I didn't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Who was a better student? I was an A-plus student. I knew how to finesse the game. I was in half honors and I was half regular. But honestly, I was in half regular because I wanted to live the life. Tori was all up in the mix. I was trying to be a rebellious bad student. And I literally put myself in the position to not be in my classes and to miss my tests, to barely attend. And that's why I was in half honors. Not because I wasn't smart. But I'll tell you, we had class together in middle school and it was so bad because, you know, we're going through our growing pains and we're in middle school. We don't live far away from the middle school or whatever. And I remember like, I just had no limit. I left my house. I realized that Tori was wearing my brand new Uggs. I was so mad. I was walking on my way to school and I slipped on ice. Like right across the street from school, I got entirely soaked on my body and wet. I was coming into class. I was like, Tori, what did you do? And everyone just expected there to be a twin argument and twin debacle at any phase. It was like a nuclear bomb every single time. I was like, Tara's there, Tori's over there. Our teacher had to keep us on other sides of the room. We brought the house to class, but it was just like, uh, our teacher, just that poor man, Mr. Crichton, that poor man. I'm sorry that he had to go through all that beef because when me and Tori argue still to this day, nobody's stopping it and nobody will stop it. And your parents are the same way when it comes to that? Or are they ones to, to jump in? They're the same way. They don't want to pick sides. It'll be like World War Three in the house. 
And our parents just be like, you must not do that. Be nice to your sister. You know, Tara, you know, Tori. No picking sides. It's just nobody ever wants to pick a side on who was right because they realized that they couldn't control the situation. So they realized it's better for us to just argue and hash it out. So you would say you definitely vouch for each other. Yeah. We used to have interventions with our friends in high school because they thought we were mean and be like, oh, Tara and Tori, you guys are always a team together. First of all, I'm not about to get up under you. I, I got a built-in buddy right here. I'm about to sit here and pretend like I don't. <laughs> So I will always have her side when it comes to that because I see her perspective and that was not intentional. I don't know. I felt like when we were together, it was just like, we had to always work as this team. So would you say you're each other's best friends or I know you both mentioned soulmates. Is that more along the lines of the relationship? Yeah, I feel like Tara is my soulmate. I mean, Tara might not think that, but I'm a firm believer in that. I'm like, that person's meant to be in my life. Like, there's one thing about me. I don't be letting go of people. It takes me a lot. And Tara, I'm like, this has been a long journey. And my friends say it too. They're like, Trying to compete with Tara, there is no competition. There can never be any competition between her and somebody else because Tara's been in my life before life. So what was that like going to college and separating, like legitimately separating for a while? I feel like it was very emotional. I not only was like dealing with like being away from my twin, but I had a really bad accident. And I got hit by a drunk driver and I was T-boned exactly a week before I left. Lost consciousness. It was a horrible, horrible accident. When I left for college, I was dealing with PTSD. Then I was also dealing with missing my family. So the first year was really hard for me. Of course, I missed Tara, but I felt like I was going through my own issues at the time. And for Tara, like she was going through other issues that involved like racial issues. And for me, I wasn't trying to ever replace Tara or be like, I need a friend like Tara. I was saying I needed friends like my best friends. And then I realized I could never really replace them. And Tara, how did you feel? Due for like career reasons, I ended up just staying on the East Coast. Going to college, I didn't really originally want to plan. So it's like my mental state was never really in the best place because it was like, I felt like I was doing this idea of what I had to do, right? And then I went through certain experiences and then like distance makes the heart grow fonder. And I definitely became more fonder and more invested in my sister. I would call her every single day. And actually when I decided to leave my college for racial reasons, I called my sister up and I was like, Tori, I think I want to drop out. And I called my parents too. Tori was the roughest on me compared to my parents. Like my parents are like, oh, we're going to figure it out. And Tori was the one where I was like, oh my God. It just took a head to me and it was like, I, I was so lost. And the only thing keeping me sort of grounded was my family. You know what I mean? And my intuition on what I thought was right. And I eventually did end up leaving that school. And then I moved to New York City and I continued my further studies at a different school. Like Tara said, we talk all the time. The three hour, two hour time zone change didn't mean nothing to me. And I would miss Tara, I would see her and then I'd be like, oh, okay. But Tara, I felt like Tara always appreciated when she saw me because I felt like I was already seeing her. Do you ever see yourselves living together? I was so obsessed with the idea of living with Tara when I was like, I hated Arizona State. I was depressed there. I will say 100%. I was depressed there. I didn't enjoy my time. I was like, I come from Long Island, but I also 
right next to the city. So I'm used to a big city environment, diversity, everything. And I'm like, I can't wait to be my sister. Then, you know, I saw she started getting more into her craft, being a little bit OCD. (laughs) She came to visit me in LA. I was like, no. She demands too much. She does her monologues and she wants me to participate. And I bought so many cleaning materials, products when she came because she was like, ugh. And I was like, ugh, I don't want to do it. Then Tara's like, she's moving to LA soon. So it's like be the first time we're in the same city. Where are you moving? I'm moving at the end of June, so the end of my leave. I'm going to LA next week to find storage space. So I was talking to my friend on the phone, my really good friend from college. And I was like, you know, it's really interesting because it's going to be, I think my first full phase of adulting. But it's like, I've been in the city. I never had to really get a car. I went to get my license. I got out my first try. Yay. Would you live with Tori? I wanted to because I was like, oh, it's going to be easier. But it's like when I was here in the city, I really realized that um, it's very hard getting someone who's accustomed to your living space. But definitely this past year with COVID, it's like I'm an actress. So now I work from home. And so and I'm going to be performing from home and doing all of that. And I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and I might be screaming. I might be crying. I like to leave all the lights on. I would say my light bill was, it was probably 20 or $30 cheaper than what it is now during COVID. But, you know, the AC's running more. That bill is going to be what it is and we just pay it. And that's just it. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm like, excuse me. There's bills here. There's bills to pay. It was different because now I live alone in a studio in LA. I'm the only one paying this bill. So I'm like, we can't keep the lights on, girl. Do you ever see yourselves, okay, we can't live together. I get it. Working together? I see us working together. Like I'm trying to get my pilot filmed. And, you know, when I write things, I don't write myself in them. But Tara be like, I would be perfect for them. If they see Tara's face, they see my face. So I definitely see us working together. And Tara's a little bit hard-headed. So who better to deal with her than me? I've been dealing with her forever. Like, And you know what's funny? I had to talk to Tori about work because she was like, Tara, I'm thinking about going on reality TV. I was like, you can't do that. I was like, you're going to get your SAG card and you have my face. Like, I can't do it. And it's like, I'm not trying to knock your money. If we don't look alike, you can do whatever you want, but you look like me. So you can't, we can't do that. That's crazy because I I could, I really could have killed it. (laughs) How has the pandemic affected your relationship? The pandemic, I definitely, so I've been calling Tori so much because I'm a really sociable person. I used to go out a lot. And then I realized during the pandemic, like, of course, I went through like depression, like everybody else and going through all these different things. But I was like, I'm an extreme extrovert. Like I go outside, I do different things. I speak to so many people. And then I really realized I was like, no one's really here. And I thrive off of in-person interactions. And when you're seeing someone in person, you don't really feel like you're disrupting their lives in some way or you're instigating it in a certain way. And now you're kind of faced head on head now to 
talk to these people now and go out your way to. And I was so good at communications when I see people in person. And of course, it's like the same thing with dating, but now going out the way and sending a text message and checking in, I was doing good with that, but then it just became more of a chore. And so I kind of leaned all my efforts of that and reaching out to someone I knew that wouldn't be bothered by it. And that was my twin. And, you know, I talked to her every single day about it. I reach out to other people, but it seems like a lot more force. And it's not that I don't have any more love for them. It's just like taking in all that energy while still trying to get adjusted to myself and everything else that's going on. When you're sitting more with yourself now, the person I know that's closest to myself is my sister. And so that is who I'm talking to every day. I'm not just looking at myself in the mirror and dealing with just me. Do you know what I mean? So that's the inner workings and the constructions that I'm doing with myself, like everyone's doing their me time. So I feel like Tori is an extension of that. Sometimes Tara does not leave me alone. And I'd be like, can you please stop calling me? Because like for her, she's like a full-time actor now. Me, I'm trying to do a couple things. Then I'll be doing my little side hustle. And I just, I just need some time to myself. My voice is sore. You're a distraction. Stop calling me. <laughs> She always goes through those stages every once in a while. Any advice you would give other twins? I feel like you should go first because your answers are longer. I think, do your thing, baby girl. It's okay. There's no pressure for you to be one and the same. We've all got different DNA sets. Your twin doesn't have the same exact experience as you. She's not sitting in the same flesh and bones and looking through the same eyes as you through your different experiences. So don't feel afraid to like not be the same in any capacity and feel free to like live your single life, your single life as your single entity, as a human being. So I feel like go for it. You want to fall in love, go for it. You want to dress different, go for it. You want to do different jobs, live on different coasts. I just think that's really important because I've learned that a lot now, especially it's like, no one's going to give you anything you want in life. No one's going to make the decisions for you. You're going to make it for yourself. And it's lucky that you do have that soulmate here. But honestly, it's it's on you. Ain't nobody else is putting breath in your body but you. So live your life, sis. <laughs> Tori, anything to add? Well, I'm not going to make it gender specific. <laughs> so I definitely feel like, you know, you and your twin can still be best friends or cool or not even cool. And definitely don't be afraid to be different from them. Don't be afraid to have a different opinion from them. And don't let them cripple the person who you are and feel like your loyalty is to them first when your loyalty should be to yourself. But also, if you do want to be like your twin, don't let the hater stop you. Because sometimes I wish me and my twin could do that. I'd be like, no, you know, we got different views. Brand yourselves, okay? Everybody loves twins. They sell very nicely. You go ahead. But if you want to be different, you go ahead as well. I like it. Welcome to our Test the Twin Connection game. We are playing two versions of the same game. And depending on how the answers go, we will test their twin connection. So the first game that we're going to play is first thoughts. What is your first thought when you think of this word? Okay. Okay. What is the first word that comes to mind when you think of travel? Airplane. Money. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What's the what's the first word you think of when you think of twin? Me. Sister. <laughs> what do you think of when you think of the number two? Second best. Twin. 
Okay. And last word. What do you think of when you think of coast? Ocean. West coast. Close. Almost close. Okay. We're on to the next phase of the test the twin connection game. I'm going to ask individually a question and you're going to answer for your twin. Okay. So we'll start with you, Tori. What is Tara's favorite food? She has the broccoli and Brussels sprouts hard if we talk about vegetables. Is it broccoli and Brussels sprouts? Don't know her. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we're testing. Tara, hit me with it. I like eggplant rollatini, but I do like some Brussels sprouts too. Okay. A rollatini? What is eggplant rollatini? It's like a macchiato, I think. It's like a little lasagna, but instead it's like rolled, like one of those spring roll thingies. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Tara, what's Tori's favorite food? I think it's calamari. Okay, we're going to see. Tori, talk to me. Orioles. You know this. I should have known that. Yours is hard. I eat Orioles and everything. (laughs) She does. Okay, Tara, what's Tori's favorite movie? Is it Love and Basketball? A Walk to Remember. No, I know. I'm sorry. That was embarrassing. Why didn't I guess that? (laughs) Same question, Tori. What is Tara's favorite movie? I would have to say Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It's a Cinderella story. <laughs> oh, we used to watch that all the time. But see, like, it's old movies. It's old, old movies. Like, Tori, what is Tara's favorite place to visit? She wants to go to Greece again. She keeps bringing it up. She wants to go to Mykonos. But she also wants to go to Ibiza. She hasn't been to those places yet. I do want to go to Mykonos, but I really want to go to the Maldives. Tara, where do you think Tori wants to go next? Oh, we're going to Dubai and Jamaica, her spot. But she also wants to go to Brazil. Yes, Brazil is it for me. So one last question, Tori. What is Tara's favorite twin picture? I would have to say it's one where we're in the Blue's Clues shirt and we're really young and we have these pink leggings on with our school bags and the school bag has the buses on it and then she's below and then I'm on top of her and we're like, Tara. Yeah, it's my favorite tongue picture. Yay! I love it. Tara, what's Tori's favorite tongue picture? I would like to say it's the same thing. It's like when we're like, I don't know how many months. Oh, it's the one where we grew up. It's, I, that was my next guess, but I really didn't think you were going to take it that far, Tori. It's the ones where we were really newborns about God knows, like a month old or like two weeks old. And we're in matching like, um, checkered outfits with like burgundy sweaters i was like Tori, of course you would take what we don't know <laughs> so it seems out of 10 questions that i asked <laughs> we got three between the two of us correct so, so we're at a 30 percent twin connection rate <laughs> i don't know about you two but we need to do better i know her i, I know her I just wanted to thank you ladies for being on and being my first guest. It was amazing just getting to know you and understanding the twin experience. So thank you so much. This has been Coast to Coast, hashtag twinning with Tara and Tori Stona. Have a good one, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Catch me next time for another episode. Bye. (laughs) 